it's time to experience the Synergy Connection Show with your host, Lucy Forsting. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Synergy Connection Show, where I do my best to help you understand the complexity of who we are as human beings. And we are vibrational frequencies, for sure. But we're on four different levels. We're intellectual, we're physical, we're spiritual, and uh, we are emotional. And what we're going to talk about today is certainly an emotional topic, I think, in every single family, and that's money, and in particular, inflation, which is what we're going through. Um, I want to remind everybody that all of my shows, there's probably over 350 of them now, and they're at uh, www.synergyconnectionradio.com. And when you get there, you're going to go to show notes and all of the pages. There's um, maybe 27, 28 pages of shows at this point. And you'll be able to scroll through and look at a synopsis of uh, different titles. There might be something that jumps out at you and you go, gee, I'd like to listen to that one. And so there is a synopsis about the individual, what we're talking about and links to find them. And we'll have the same thing uh, with our new guest today, Mark Willis, who is coming from Chicago. And I don't know how cold it is in Chicago, but it's beautiful here today. It's about 75. Um, when you get to that website, the other thing I want to uh, mention is there is a link there to the sponsor of the show. It's Boomer Products. And I've been using them for, oh gosh, almost six years now. And um, it's a very, very interactive website. It teaches you a lot of different things, not just about wellness, health, um, but also stress reduction. And so if there is something there that um, you look at and you go, you know what, I need that in my life. Um, when you check out, just put my first name, L-U-C-Y in the discount code. And uh, they've agreed to give $5 off for everybody who is purchasing anything from them if they're coming through this show. So take advantage of that. Um, like I said, we're talking about money today. And five bucks is five bucks, as far as I'm concerned. You, If you walked past it on a sidewalk, I think we'd lean over and pick it up. <laughs> so welcome to the show, Mark. Um, you're a certified financial planner, a three-time number one best-selling author, which um, I have written a book, and that's not easy to do, and the owner of Lake Growth Financial Services in Chicago, Illinois. And you also have a podcast not your average financial podcast. And I think that sounds like such a cool show to listen to. So I guess I'll have to start listening to you now. Well, thank you, Lucy. Lucy, thank you for having me on. It's a privilege and an honor to get to meet with you and your audience. So thank you for having me on. Oh, you're very, very welcome. So this whole thing about inflation and how to increase our money supply I'm all ears. <laughs> Tell me how that works. It's certainly uh, with us. It's no longer, uh, they're not even using the word transient anymore. Uh, and uh, yeah, I think the experience I've had over the last six to nine months has been clients coming to me saying, Mark, I just feel like I'm uh, a tennis ball floating down the gutter of the economy here. Mm -hmm. And I want to move upstream. I want to take control over my life. I want to move with intentionality and agency and certainty. Um, they don't say these words, but I get the sense that they want to be more of a thermostat and less of a thermometer of what's going on in their environment. 
Uh, and I, I really just get goosebumps when I think about that. I think I want to be as a certified financial planner. I enjoy spending time with people who want to at least influence the world that they live in. Certainly there's things that we can't control, but where possible, I think we can influence more than we think we can with regard to certain parts of our lives. And I, I know with your audience, uh, and I know the the reality is that there's more to this world than we can see and more to this world than numbers on a spreadsheet or on a balance sheet. Mm -hmm. uh, so by taking full advantage of every aspect of our life to be abundant in our mindset, to be full in our expression of who we are and to take full advantage of our potential, uh, it, it's possible. It's possible. And not only is it possible, it's our destiny to be able to achieve our potential. I've, I've, uh, I know you're there in Florida and I, I know in Cape Canaveral, there's launch pads and rockets yes. lifted yes. into the space. <laughs> and I just love the image of the rocket because it is both a exciting opportunity and a possible tragedy. This idea of potential, um, this, this concept of potential is both exciting and terrifying to me. Uh, and then I'd love to know your thoughts on this. So a rocket sitting on the launch pad, glistening in the morning light can look like this, this beautiful picture of potential locked energy, ready to be released and taken off into the distant unknown. And that's a beautiful thing, that potential. But if 30 years went by and the rocket is still sitting there, rusting out, leaking, falling apart, someone might say, well, that rocket had such potential. Mm -hmm. And the same word can mean different things depending on the perspective and the context. So my hope is for our audience and for, for our listeners and for each of my clients that we help them activate that potential and take them to the stars. I think that's wonderful. Um, I, there, I have a number of friends who have worked with financial planners over the years and a couple of them recently have, have said, I mean, if they had high risk investments, they have seen, you know, as much as in some cases, 70% dropping yeah. um, if they were very careful and frugal with where they made their investments, they still have seen a loss, but it might only be 15 to 20%. So what do you do in a case like that? You know, how do you help somebody who you thought was heading in a good direction, what they were making a lot of money, uh, they were planning on retiring maybe earlier, and all of a sudden they can't. Well, you're exactly right. And I want to make sure also to come back to the topic of inflation, but you bring up a great point. We just went through the worst stock market year since 2008 and the seventh worst stock market year on record. Uh, let that sink in for a minute. Yeah. Uh, in fact, many people lost a third or as you say, 70 plus percent. Uh, you know, I've seen people's 401ks become 201ks, if you catch my meaning there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the thing is, that doesn't matter if you're 22, but if you're 72 or or whatever, it can make a big difference. Mm -hmm. In fact, um, I kind of talk about it in terms of climbing a mountain. Uh, my wife and I kind of fell in love climbing Mount Fuji together uh, oh, wow. many years cool. ago. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And going up the mountain was hard. It was difficult. It felt like the best workout of your life. But then coming down the mountain was, I, I literally felt many times like I was about to die. There was this strange phenomenon. And I was reading about it recently in National Geographic that 85% uh, of deaths are people coming down Mount Everest, not ascending. Isn't that interesting? Uh, that is. So what I came to find out in my research as a certified financial planner and doing some review of retirement readiness 
is that the five years before you retire and the five to 10 years right after you retire is actually the peak of the, the summit of your mountain, you might say, and you have farther to fall. And the sequence of the returns of the market in those years matter more than at any other time. Mm. And, and actually, I have a little case study, a little story to, to share with some numbers. I realize that's hard to do over podcast, but I'm going to give you two different outcomes, Jane and Jim. Both of them are 66 years young. They have each of them $500,000 to start out in retirement. And they're going to take about 20 grand a year with a little bit of an increase for inflation as the years go on as a stream of income. Okay. So they're at 66. They're going to start taking money out about 20 grand a year to pull for groceries and whatever to supplement their other social security and whatever else. And we're going to um, assume that they're invested in a index. Let's use the S&P 500, for example. And let's say over a 15 year period, they both had a 3.7% average rate of return. So, so far, everything is exactly the same with Jim and Jane. Now, here's where things get interesting. And back to your original point about um, people in the, the market last year. Jane, after 15 years, has only 74 grand left. And she's only 81 years young at that point. She's getting nervous. Meanwhile, Jim, again, they both started with 500 grand. Jim, however, at age 81, same rate of return, same withdrawals, everything's the same, but he has $344,000 left. Now, how is this possible, Lucy? If everything is exactly the same between Jim and Jane, they had the same rate of return, they had the same withdrawals, they had the same starting balance, what's possibly different? The answer is the order in which they received the market's returns. All I did in this example was I flipped upside down the returns between Jim and Jane. They had the exact same returns, just flipped the order in which they got them, which is totally possible, right? The market could be good when you're retiring, or we could be having some bad years like we had last year. And if you're taking money out of your retirement accounts as the market is crashing, that's like a double pain oh, gosh, yeah. against you. Yeah. So, you know, Jim, his, uh, Jim had his negative years later on in life when it mattered less, but Jane had her negative years right as she was pulling money out right at the top of her mountain, you might say. And that's what caused her to be really her, her total account balance was cut in half in just three years due to her withdrawing money and market turbulence. So what does all this mean? It means that coupled with inflation, where the price of eggs is going up like crazy, yes, <laughs> uh, and the market is crashing like crazy, this spells a lot of, unfortunately, financial doom and concern for a lot of our clients before they uh, set up accounts that we can help them buffer against some of that madness. Wow. that I mean, when you think about it, if you don't have guidance in doing something like this, I mean, the average person doesn't understand money. I would even add to that uh, the average financial advisor, unfortunately, doesn't understand doesn't, it either. Because they will tell you, hey, you know what? I'm going to get you an average rate of return of blank, whatever that is. And they'll use back testing to say, hey, over the last 15 years, I've averaged 8% for my clients. I just proved to you that average rates return are meaningless. Both Jane and Jim had an average return of the exact same percentage. And look at the difference that it made for them. It's the order in which we get those returns, especially when we're taking income that really makes all the difference. 
Well, and on top of that, when you're in inflationary years, you know, like we are and um, foreseeably will still be in for I'm hearing at least through 2024 now, um, if we're lucky. So if that is the case and, you know, we've got housing costs, we've got inflation on, you know, building supplies, we've got food, we've, you know, gas is still up there. I mean, how if you have money and you're having to use some of it, maybe because of health problems, maybe because of just inflation as a whole, and you're having to pull from your savings, how do you offset those kinds of issues? Oh, that's a great question. You're you're exactly right. In fact, um, I'll, I'll give you some context because the increase of the money supply has caused much of the price increase. If everyone just woke up with an extra uh, zero at the end of their bank balance on their bank statement, uh, all of a sudden you'd notice that groceries would become 10 times more expensive. Cars would become 10 times more expensive. So increasing the money supply doesn't automatically make us wealthier. But here's what's happened. Since 1990, uh, we've seen a big increase in the money supply. Uh, in 1990, there were 250 million Americans. And the M2 money supply, that's sort of like the money that's sort of sloshing around in our bank accounts and our wallets and our purses. That number was $2 trillion. So there were 250 million Americans and $2 trillion bucks floating around out there in the world. Now, as of 2022, the last year we had data, now we've got 330 million Americans. That's an increase of 25% of us. So there's 25% more people in America than there were, you know, whatever, 30 years ago. Half of them are down here in Florida. That's right. <laughs> yeah, you were telling me about all the construction going on. Yeah. And save some room. We might need to get down there too. So save some room for me. Um, and then, however, so there's a 25% increase of Americans, but there's been a 10 times. Now there's $22 trillion. So that's actually a thousand percent increase uh, in terms of how much money is floating around out there. Now, do you think wow. that has an impact on the price of stuff? Sure it does. Sure. Now there's lots of reasons for inflation. We could talk about supply and demand, supply and demand. Yep. Yep. There's all kinds of, um, you know, supply chain shortages and more, but you know, the, what do you think has, have, what have you noticed yourself in terms of inflation over the last year? Oh, in particular food. I mean, I'll just use, I have a cat. I used to have three. I have one now. And her, I mean, just something as simple as her litter. A couple of years ago, it was uh, roughly $10 a box. Now it's 16. Mm -hmm. I wow. know that my dog, um, my son's dog, he said, you know, the, the big bag of dog food has gone up about $15 in a year's time. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, it's it's uh it's hitting us where it counts mm -hmm. and it you know it's a and many people would call it a stealth tax because the more you make an income or the more you spend that's more in sales tax that's you know it hurts the middle class or the lower middle class more uh through inflation and more so and and you cannot just not eat you got to be able to eat so I'm hearing all kinds of creative ways folks are trying to stretch their dollars. I had a, a, you and I were joking about this before we hit record. There's 
these internet memes going around right now where um, <laughs> a, a man is down on his uh, on one knee, you know, proposing uh -huh. to someone and and he says to her, you know, I, I, I promise to be, you know, uh, with you forever. And he pulls out a, a dozen eggs and hands it to her as a proposal. <laughs> so inflation uh, is going to impact lots of areas of our life. Uh, uh -huh. And the question is, what can we really do about it? Uh, and you know, where did it come from? And what can we do about it is what I hear a lot of clients asking me. Well, I mean, I know that um, there are luxury items. Travel, I think, is going to be impacted. Uh, I don't think as many people are going to be going uh, places. I would certainly think big ticket items like cars. Um, I would think, you know, weddings. The average wedding is between ten dollars and $20,000. Yep. So I would think a lot of those are going to be justice of the peace. Yeah, <laughs> because it's still, you know, like you're going to be married and you can maybe take that trip someday, but saving the money now and not going on the expensive honeymoon and not having the $5,000 wedding gown and all of those things will probably mm. change for people. That is very true. Yeah. So what is the answer from where you're coming from? How do you tame inflation in your own budget? Yeah, that's a multifaceted answer, certainly. Uh, and it's the million dollar question. There's lots of levers that um, we can pull, uh -huh. uh, but really it comes down to um, increased income, decreased expenses, and we only have access to a number of pulleys we can pull there. And then also a second solution is to get creative with how we generate our protection shield against inflation. So we can talk about each of those. Uh, a lot of folks that I meet with are business owners, real estate investors. Uh, and again, these are folks that are looking to control their income supply as best they can. Uh -huh. Some are in retirement, some are before retirement, but they all want that sense of agency over their income because they realize that a singular income like a W-2 job is actually a risk in an inflationary world because you get one customer to to please or piss off that's your boss mm -hmm. and he or she could you know cut you in the next round of layoffs but if you've got a business and you've got 50 or 150 customers or a thousand customers and one quits on you you still have plenty of other streams of income to make sure that you're protected and yeah i think i you know having said that i think <laughs> Um, I, I'm familiar with a few people, uh, especially, you know, in New York and, and those kind of congested areas that are taking like Uber Eats, you know, they're taking right. these kind of little weekend jobs and making four or $500, which is really surprising, but it, uh, you know, is where they're going or, you know, I've seen interviews on television where they're talking to somebody who is working two or three weekend jobs. They might only be four hours here and five hours here, but they're trying to earn some mm -hmm. additional income that way. So I'm sure you're seeing that as well. Some people are sh showing in the labor participation surveys that are coming out uh, that uh, the there is basically a number of people who are getting second and third jobs. Uh, and it's not people, people are not coming out from unemployment. There's still a persistently high number of people who are not working. Mm 
mm-hmm. uh, for various reasons, uh, which I have no idea. That's above my pay grade, why they're not. But um, there's a lot of people who have one job who appear to be getting second or third side hustles, like you're talking about Uber Eats or Instacart or Uber or whatever. And that's a great strategy. Look, the most, the fastest way you can fight inflation is to get yourself a pay raise. Mm-hmm. And you can do that through asking your boss, negotiating with him or her. You can do that, you know, on your phone now. I mean, when have we ever lived in such a cool world where you can just a few swipes of your thumb and you can have yourself a business? Uh, that That's never existed in human history before to be that easy to hang your shingle, so to speak, and make some extra income. Uh, and so who... Who among us has an excuse, right? So that that's a great first lever you can pull is to get creative, come up with 10 different thumbnails. My wife uh, has a uh, art background and, and got a degree in fine art. One of the practices she got really good at is thumbnailing. And this is just where you just quickly sketch out as many as you can, let's say 30 different ideas for where you could go make some extra income. I'll just give you a couple just for fun. Maybe Lucy, you could add some to here too. Okay. Um, yeah. You've mentioned Uber Eats, driving around for that. What if you don't like driving around? Well, you could rent out your car. There's a service called Turo where you could rent your car out, basically like renting out your house with Airbnb, but for your car. And there's number three, Airbnb. You could actually rent out an extra bedroom in your home, whatever. Uh, you can rent out uh, very nice tools if you have tools in your garage. Again, you may not need that bandsaw all the time. Maybe you could rent it out to someone who could use it for a while. Uh, you could set up for yourself a online Etsy shop or an Amazon. We actually wrote a book, co-authored a book with someone. It hit uh, number one on the bestseller list with Amazon. It's called How to Be an Amazon Legend and Fire Your Banker. So you can set up an <laughs> online store <laughs> and start making some money that way. So these are just... I mean, this is just easy stuff. Even my daughter's out there selling orangeade and lemonade and that sort of thing. She's six years old. So what excuse do I have, right? Any ideas that you have for increasing income? Well, I know that there's, um, I'm aware of a couple of of ones. If you're a writer, for instance, you certainly can, they're, they're looking for editors. They're looking, you know, for somebody to write short stories. Um, because everything has become digital, but you have to be able to at least, you know, spell or put a sentence together or something like that. So you could do that. Um, it's a great idea. I, I think here around where I live, there is a very well-known supermarket called Publix. And I think they're mostly uh, maybe in the South and maybe going a little West. I'm not exactly sure, but they've been around for a long time. And there are people that have retired from being presidents of companies and have gone to work part-time, you know, for places like Publix or Lowell's or Home Depot. And, uh, you know, it's just a side job that maybe is 10 hours, 12 hours, something like that uh, every week, but it is supplemental income for sure. Yeah. So, you know, for folks that have the, you, you can, you have to put something in to get something out. I mm-hmm. don't believe in passive income or I don't believe in passive, really passive anything. I mean, sure. It's sort of like a, remember on the playground, there was that merry-go-round where you would, you'd have to push it a lot at the beginning. And then then after a while it spin by itself. And then every so often you just kind of have to nudge it a little bit. I believe that most of our life is sort of like that too. I believe your health 
is like that, your relationships. Mm -hmm. It takes a lot of energy up front, and then you can never ultimately walk away from it and just completely ignore it or it falls apart. That's certainly true with your spiritual life, with your physical life, your financial life too. It just takes a little managing though, but it does take either time, Mm -hmm. energy, Mm -hmm. money, Mm -hmm. or attention. Those are the four big currencies, time, energy, money, or attention. In fact, if we reorganize that, it spells team. I don't know what that means, um, but or meet one or the other. Uh, but you can remember that it's going to take time, energy, money, or attention. Uh, and whether you choose to do a side hustle, that's going to be time and energy. Or you can have some money. Maybe you've got an old 401k that's getting ravaged by the market right now. Another strategy a lot of our clients are doing right now is they're rolling that out of the market and putting it into something that will protect that income and give them a guarantee to increase their income uh, throughout their retirement. Case in point, there's an IRA that we set up for clients that uses a fixed index annuity. And this is you know very different than the kind of annuities our parents might've had, but it's an annuity that guarantees an income for the rest of our lives. So as long as you live, no matter how long you live, you're guaranteed a lifetime income. I'm interested. Uh, And if the index that you're watching is positive, then it will give you an increase in your income that year. So for example, if let's say your first year of money out of that annuity is, let's say 30,000 bucks, for example, and then the index is positive, then you would get an increase of your income. Maybe they pay you 33,000 bucks next year. So in a world where we have rising inflation, we're going to need rising income to keep up with it. Yeah. And there are very few things out there that do that with any kind of guarantee, but a fixed index annuity inside your IRA or old 401k could be a solution to help supplement other streams of income that you get in retirement. Sure, sure. And isn't that one of those that if it's um, declining, you know, that it'll stop? I mean, That's right. it's not going to go um, down, but it won't go up. That's right. Know, we that we would... In that case, you're exactly right. If the market should tumble again this year, Mm -hmm. uh, your money would be protected from market volatility. So back to our friends, Jim and Jane, if Jane, who had lost so much in her sequence of returns, if she had had some money in that fixed index annuity, she would have been protected from market losses in the early years of her retirement. Such a crucial time to make sure that we don't tumble down the retirement mountain. Exactly. Exactly. I was also going to share with you, I'm sure you've heard this, but the acronym for team is together. Everyone achieves more. Oh, I like that. And so what happens with um, what you were talking about is uh, like relationships. If you don't put time into the relationship, it begins to dissipate. That's right. If you don't, um, you know, put attention uh, or maybe some investment. It doesn't have to be a monetary investment, but it has to be some sort of togetherness investment. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I've always liked, uh, I'm a psychotherapist as well. And so I talk to people a lot about together, everyone achieves more when you're working towards a common goal and collaborating to get there. It works. I love that. <laughs> I think that's, that's uh trademark that I like it. Um, We're going to take just a brief um, pause here and have a word from our sponsors, Boomers, and we'll be right back. Are you feeling stressed and anxious about life? Have elevated blood pressure? Experiencing weight gain? Having problems with your immune system? 
Getting healthy and staying healthy is more important than ever, and it has never been easier when you have fundamental nutrition from Boomer Products. Restore the youth and vitality you are used to in just minutes a day. Check out our website at www.boomerboost.com to see thousands of reviews from customers just like you who are benefiting from Boomer Products. While you're there, check out our podcasts, blogs, and videos, and get caught up on the latest health news and information. Use promo code LUCY at checkout. That's L-U-C-Y to save $5 on your order. Stop existing and start living today with Boomer Products. Welcome back to the Synergy Connection Show. And I have as my guest, Mark Willis. And we've been talking about inflation and how to... Um, you know, take a detour a little bit from some of it just by some smart strategies. So um, where else do people, I mean, I like the idea of a, a fixed rate. Is that what you called it? Oh, a fixed index annuity. Fixed yep. index. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. I like that idea. And it seems like I've gone to some investment seminars over the last few years where I've heard that from other financial planners. How long has that been around? Well, annuities, this is going to be shocking to you, but what if I told you about 2,300 years? <laughs> <laughs> I know that's not probably what you expected, but I was in a museum, you know, you and I both spent some time in the Chicagoland area. Yes. And downtown Chicago, near the University of Chicago campus, there is a museum called the uh, Ancient Oriental Institute. And it's actually, I'm a nerd for biblical archaeology. So I, I was going there to see some old like clay tablets and mummies and stuff like that. But um, along one of the walls of this museum, there was this long parchment. It's about 20 feet long or so. Uh -huh. And on the on the parchment, it had all this writing and I couldn't tell what it was written, what what it was written in, some sort of Sumerian text or something, but I, or Egyptian or something. But I looked down below and it was it said annuity contract. 300 and something BC. Wow. Oh my gosh. So it surprised me. And I, I thought, well, this is kind of out of place. And what is an annuity? It's just a paycheck that lasts as long as you do. In fact, Jane, um, Jane Austen, she says, uh, people live longer when there's an annuity to be paid. Or she says, uh, people live longer and have more fun when there's an annuity to be paid to them. And I, I like that quote because, you know, if you know that you're going to get a little paycheck every month, that's sure. guaranteed you're sure. going to stick around or I'm going to stick around to keep getting that as, as sure. long as I can, you know? Now tell me something with this. I'm, I'm going to, um, I need to write it down. It's a fixed rate annuity. I'd call it. Well, the, the technical word is fixed index annuity. Okay. Fixed index annuity. And I like the kind that have increasing income writers. Okay. So what I was thinking is if you have something like that um and you die is that willable can mm, yeah. you turn that over to children that or a spouse or whatever old-fashioned annuities would not pay out if you should pass away they the insurance company kept it the rest yes. and that is yes. no longer the case with more okay. modern annuities Yes, your spouse could continue to receive. Should you have a surviving spouse, they would continue to get that income. Should you have, um, if 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 uh, you have no spouse to leave to, it would go to your heirs, your children, your beneficiaries, what have you. So can they pass that down from generation to generation? They would get a lump sum check. 
So the income would stop after the surviving spouse mm-hmm. or the, the co-annuitant passed away, but then the kids would get that money and guess what they could do with it? They could create their own. That's right. Okay. All right. Do they pay capital gains or things like that? It comes down to where was that annuity residing? Was it in an IRA or a Roth IRA? So just follow the same rules that okay. you know a brokerage account or an IRA would. Okay. All right. But that's another way to hedge inflation, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, if you knew that you had a stream of income that could cover the cost of milk, no matter how high it went, mm-hmm. that would give you give me a little peace of mind. You know, I wouldn't have to be stressing over the Dow Jones or S&P. How about with people that um, are listening to the show and they go, you know what, I need to look into that. How difficult is it for them to take their existing investments and begin to maybe move some of that over to this fixed index annuity? You know, the the particularities are going to come down to each person's circumstance. And again, I don't recommend anybody do anything without listening first. Mm-hmm. I'd say the biggest risk, quite candidly, is the advisor who is setting it up for you. There are too many mm, advisors, let's say, who have one tool. And so everything looks like yeah, when a ham- when all you have is a hammer, everything looks like a nail. Uh, so <laughs> Okay. Uh, I'm I'm only suggesting the annuity since we're talking about inflation and it's uh-huh. a great way to hedge against inflation, but you know, don't just jump into any annuity uh-huh. just because your local advisor told you to, there are certified financial planners that I would suggest you speak with who can look at your whole situation. Someone who knows about annuities uh, and isn't biased, either good or bad toward annuities, but can look at it with clear eyes and show you the details. As far as logistics though, uh, Lucy, it's very simple. It's a simple bit of paperwork and it's a, a rollover or an IRA transfer or just a, you know, a check that you write. If it's not in an IRA, it's just, you know, dump the money into the annuity and you're off to the races. So a typical IRA, you pay taxes as you pull it out. A Roth IRA, you pay the taxes before it goes in. Mm-hmm. And then it's tax-free as you pull it out. Yep. So. And I'll tell you the um, the one little quick story. I'll keep this very brief, but uh, we had a gentleman recently, he had a large IRA and mm-hmm. wanted to convert it to Roth, but he was concerned that the time he would spend converting would get beaten up in the markets. You know, it was oh. going to take him five years. He didn't want to wait that long. So what we did was we did an IRA transfer from market-based account, you know, from Fidelity or TD Ameritrade or one of those accounts and rolled it into an IRA with a fixed index annuity. Instantly, he's market protected for the rest of his life. No more market volatility ever again. And then he's able to, over the course of several years, take piecemeal Roth conversions, just take a chunk this year, take a chunk next year. A lot of folks don't realize you can do this, but you can take that Roth uh, conversion over a period of time to kind of maximize your tax brackets. We can get really you know complex here. But the point is he had control over the market volatility and then he could move that money from taxable IRA money to tax-free over a period of years. Mm, And then he turned on income that won't ever run out and it's all tax-free at that point. Right. I was just thinking, you know, if you reach, oh, let's just use the age of 80 and you say, you know what, I'd like to do a three-month cruise. It's tax-free money there that you've had invested and protected and you could pull some out to go you know, do a once in a lifetime cruise. Mm -hmm. That's right. 
<laughs> Sounds pretty good. Sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I have on my bucket list, not a three month one, but I have on my bucket list uh, a couple of ones with Vikings because um, they do some educational cruises. So it's not just going into a port to shop, but it's really going into a port to learn different things so it sounds pretty cool well mark it has been awesome having you as a guest um tell everybody how they can get hold of you and of course i'm going to have links to that on um, the synopsis out on the websites well thank you again lucy for having me on and yes if uh, you have interest in learning more about these strategies these and other strategies that i've helped other clients with we work with folks all over the country and i'd be happy to speak with you for 15 minutes we can answer questions and get to know you a bit I mean, just imagine what it would feel like to open up account statements and never have any unpleasant surprises ever again. Uh, So reach out to me at kickstartwithmark.com. That's kickstartwithmark, with a K, dot com. Pick pick a time on my calendar and we'd be happy to chat. How about the podcast that you have? Where can they find that? Sure. If you like listening to podcasts and want to hear more about these strategies and other strategies that we do at our firm, uh, you can find me at Not Your Average Financial Podcast. And that's Not Your Average Financial Podcast. Anywhere you're listening to this show, it should pop up if you search Not Your Average Financial Podcast. Sounds terrific. How is your weather in Chicago, by the way? Well, as you know, uh, it's not as cool as yours. Let's just say <laughs> what it is. You know, it's if it was going to be cold, I want it to be snowing at this point, you know, but it's just cold right now. So again, save some room in the sunshine state for us. Absolutely. Just let me know when you want to come down. All right. All right. Well, thank you for being on the show and everybody. I hope you go out there and truly make this your best life and we will see you next week. Take care, everyone. Boomers Forever Young is really making a name for themselves as an exciting nutritional company with products that really work. People from all over the country are starting to take notice. Their whole person approach to health and wellness, combined with their unique array of powerful natural health products, are setting them apart from all the other companies in the nutrition industry. Their customers love the one-on-one free consultations and the results they experience. Sound a little too good to be true? Then go online to boomerboost.com today and sign up for a free consultation with a product specialist or just give us a call at 1-800-861-4609. Again, that's boomerboost.com or call 1-800-861-4609 to join the thousands already experiencing the benefits of Boomers Forever Young products.